This episode of LIW The Walking Dead Comic Reviews brought to you by the word satin. Reminding you, it's still not the word Satan, so stop reading it that way on packages. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to an, another episode. I think it's episode 32 of the Walking Dead comic review. Uh, today's chapter is 23, Whispers Into Screams. Terrifying title. It, it also sounds like another stupid fucking hipster band, but that's fine. Most of these chapters do. For instance, the next chapter is called Life and Death. I guess that one doesn't really, so... Wow, I just ruined my own point there right away. Okay, so when we last left off, they found zombies that weren't really zombies. They were people wearing zombie skin. Okay? That's right. That's where we're at with this. That's what they're doing here. Uh, Carl just moved to Hilltop, right? It's been a week since I recorded, maybe even two weeks since I recorded one of these episodes. I don't remember. My life's a blur. I drink too much. Anyway... Uh, and this one starts off with, like I said, Carl moved to the hilltop away from his dad, his papa. And he reads Anna's letter, who he got before he moved. And she basically apologizes for showing everyone her titties, her little teenage titties. And he's like, she's like, oh, I really like you. You're a cool dude. And he's just like all happy and excited. And I realize at this point, Carl's a fucking pimp. Because he is, he is up with, he flirts with so many girls in this fucking comic now. He's just like... His dad is a legend, so he's kind of like the the celebrity son, and those those kids always OD. So I'm kind of waiting for that scene when Carl is found with a needle in his arm and maybe a belt around his neck and a, his dick in his hand, like he's trying to do too much at once. I don't know. It's a life of excess because they can afford it. So that's how that's how celebrities' kids die. Go look it up, or they get. And if you're a celebrity's parent, you get shot in the face while someone tries to take your SUV. Happened to a couple of them. Anyway, what the fuck am I going with this? Yeah, he reads the note, and he's like, oh, she liked me. That's good. She's still showing me her titties. I guess I'll still respect her. Whatever. Andrea and the new recruits are getting along. They're kind of talking to each other, and the new recruits meaning... What's her fucking name? Mag- Magna, I think is her name. Is that her name? Let's go with Magna. I think that's it. Yeah, Magna, Yumiko, Kelly, and those guys. Anyway, they're getting along, they're kind of trusting them more, and they're kind of being acclimated to the, the, the place, to the, to the village, to Alexandria, I believe this is where they are. Anyway, um, Rosita and Eugene are talking about how their Rosita's pregnant, and the baby is not Eugene's, I almost said Rosita's, that would have been odd if she was carrying someone else's baby in this sort of world. Um, it's not Eugene's, they don't say who it is, I have to assume it was like fucking... Spencer's or some shit. I don't know who someone who. Well, I guess Spencer's been gone a while. He couldn't, she couldn't be pregnant from him. I don't know how. I forget how long it's been since the last before the society changed. I'm gonna guess it's um, uh, Carl's. It's Carl's baby. I'm just gonna go ahead and assume because it doesn't matter. Never. You don't ever find out. So fuck it. In fact, they talk about how they don't want to talk about it and they're not gonna tell the person, which is always cool to do. Uh, yeah. So Eugene is a sad sack of shit nonstop. 
and his his girl is pregnant. I don't know why she's with him because she flat out states over and over how she doesn't love him, doesn't care about him, doesn't think about him in that way. I don't. There's plenty of attractive men in this society, and and she's fucking hot, so she can get all of them. She can get like six dudes and be like, "All right, you're my slaves now," and they would do it. They would just why not? Why not fucking do it? I, I just don't get why she's sticking, wasting her time with him just because he was with her and Abraham, and they were all together. I don't get it. Real dumb. Anyway, um, Jesus and Darius are out, and they get attacked by the whispers, and they're kind of like, "What the fuck? They're talking! Like, oh my god! Like, what's happening?" And if you remember the last chapter, which I barely do, they, the man, I think his name was Marcus or Marco, Marco, he, he kept whispering like, oh, they're, they're, the zombies are whispering, <laughs> they're whispering. He's going crazy because he really thinks he heard them whispering and talking. Anyway, uh, they they Jesus kills all these dudes. Um, Darius got attacked, but he didn't get bit or anything. And then they capture a girl. Who's wearing the skin mask after he Jesus sees the, that it's just a mask? She's like, "Don't kill me! Just don't kill me!" And he pulls it off, and it's this little, it's this younger girl. Um, and then it cuts away from that, and then Carl and, and Sophia are attacked again by those boys that they beat up in the last chapter. When that Carl or Sophia beat the shit out of them because they were attacking some boy. Um, this one starts off brutally. These boys are psychopaths. They remind, they remind me of the Fallout 3 game, the Tunnel Snakes gang, only they're vicious psychopaths because they start off this fight by hitting Carl with a brick in the back of the skull. So it means he couldn't have defended himself. They, when you hit someone with a brick in the head, you're going for a kill shot. You know what I mean? You're not just kicking. If he kicked him in the back of the head, I'd be like, okay, that's still brutal because it's the back of the head. And it, but with a brick, you, why would you assume someone would live through that? It's a fucking brick. If you, if you ever heard someone hitting someone with a brick, you're like, oh, then they killed them after that. The fact that Carl didn't die is kind of amazing. He ran away after that. It was weird. Anyway, um, they're attacked, and then Carl comes back and beats the shit out of him with a shovel, and he just keeps going and going, and look past the point where he should. Jesus shows up with a girl, and you know Carl and Sophia and Darius are all taking the Doc Carson at once. Um, Jesus sees them. This is when Jesus sees the stitches, I guess, and the masks. Um, the because of that, how Carl beat the shit out of those kids. The uh, it's always like this with the, the fucking stupid piece of shit families when they're super white trash. They The kids told the parents that Sophia attacked them before, and now that Carl did this, they think Carl and Sophia attacked her boys just randomly. Um, and you know when your kid is capable of something like this. You have to know. They're in such denial that their kids are fucking great, outstanding citizens. That, but they're pieces of shit, and that's just what they're always gonna think and always gonna feel. So, so they get really mad at Maggie, these parents, and they start yelling at her, and they're going crazy. And then, okay, here's where I get very, very confused because they set up like three names for this lady, or two names. They kept calling her Tammy, and then Claudette one time, and I didn't know who the fuck she was talking about. I couldn't follow who she was, so I don't know who, what her name is. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say. The kids' parents, because they don't ever name the kids either. Um, they already set up that Gregory's still mad about Maggie overthrowing his leadership, and then these parents kind of take 
take up with Gregory to to start overthrowing Maggie. Uh, they get into that a little later, though. Um, Jesus questions Lydia, who is the girl that he brought in from the Whisperers. She's from she's a Whisperer, pretty much. Uh, she's sixteen. She's I don't, I don't know. She seems normal for what she's had to deal with. They put her in a cell next to Carl because Maggie put Carl in there because she's like, you know, you, you, I get that you defended Sophia, my daughter. That's great. Thank you. But you went too far. Like, you kept hitting them after they were no longer a threat. And that's not okay because you basically tried to kill them. You just didn't succeed. Um, so her and Carl start talking. And at this point, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Like, Carl is a fucking slaying the teenage vag in this village. Just killing it. Breaking hearts all over the place. Alexandria to the hilltop. God damn. <sighs> anyway, um, this is when um, Gregory tries to convince the parents to let him... He wants to be leader again. And he's like, hey guys, I'll fucking kill Maggie. We, but we have to kill him. And the parents are like, oh, we don't really want to kill her. But, I mean, if if you do kill her, you have to kill Carl too. That's just like a package deal. I don't know what they're playing is for Sophia. But they're like, hey, we'll let you kill her, but you got to kill a child too, obviously. That's how this makes sense. As if that's a normal thing where, like a package deal, like buy one, get one free. Like, if you kill this adult who is in her way, you got to kill the kid too, obviously. That's like a, it's part of the task. I don't know why they just kill the kid. You don't really like to kill Maggie at this point. I think that she thinks he's she's defending Carl too much. I don't know. These people suck. I fucking hate these white trash assholes. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Jesus tells Marco that he's not crazy about the whispers. Like, they really are out there whispering. Sophia wakes up because they beat the shit out of her while Carl was off running into a shovel. Uh, so, and she, Carl talks to Lydia at the same time. And you're kind of like, oh, I thought Carl and Sophia were going to end up together. But then he's talking to Lydia, and, he's, and they're getting closer, and he's telling them about their village, and she's telling them about hers. And then you realize hers is fucking brutal. Um, real fucking brutal. Um, Alex kisses Jesus, the dude. Um, just, <laughs> it was kind of a funny moment. I liked it because he goes, earlier he had Carl deliver a note to Alex. That basically, when you, re- when you see this scene, you realize what it finally said. Jesus goes, did you see? Did you get my note? And Alex goes, yes, and kisses him. And Jesus goes, um, did you read my note? This is a funny moment. It, it actually played off like a joke, which is weird for a comic. It's kind of hard to do that. Um, perfectly executed, though. Um, I, I like, I don't know why. He wrote him a note and saying, hey, I don't. I like you. I just don't want you to cheat on. Who, I don't, they never show who Alex is dating at all. Uh, but they, so it doesn't really matter. But Jesus is not interested in going down that path. So I don't know who's going to die for them to get together. I have no idea. The Whisperers find Hilltop after this. And you know shit's going to go down at this point. The uh, parents, right after that, the parents tell Gregory, just, you know, go ahead and fucking kill Maggie and Carl. Let's just get this over with. Let's just fucking fucking do it. She's dragging her feet on the punishment of Carl. So let's just do this shit. They're giving up, pretty much. Carl gives Lydia his hat, his fucking, you know, the, the trademark sheriff hat that he got from his daddy. The, uh, talk about her group ways. Lyd- oh, sorry, my notes are a little weird. Um, yeah, but Lydia talks about how their group works. They wear the skin. They have a big camp. They they live off the land. The land provides. They 
sleep where they wherever they want. It doesn't matter. So basically, saying she's saying like, do animals build forts or camps or you know, do they do this or that? And she they basically live like they have a theory. These whispers that the you live like you're supposed to, which is to say animals, and that you shouldn't fear or kill all the zombies because they are what is now. So. But at the same point, if you have to wear, you know, wolf and sheep skin type thing, they're your enemy still. It doesn't matter what. If they're still going to kill you if you don't wear the skin, yeah, they're still an enemy. It's still someone who will eat you. It's a predator at that point. Um, anyway, yeah, fucking dumb. I don't like the... I like the Whisperer scenes. They're fucking cool. It's a really cool villain. I like it a lot. It's just their theories are bananas. They really are. But when you're reading it in the comic... It happens in the next chapter, but I'll I'll kind of touch on it now. When you when you start seeing what the leader of the Whisperers says about how they live in society, and how Rick lives in society, and how they pretend like it's still happening, and society's still going, and how they should live off the land, and how they should this is the way now, you kind of go, oh yeah, that does make sense. And then you, when Rick goes, we want to maintain society that we have because it's working. You go, oh yeah, it is working. Much better. Much, much easier. So, fuck you. Like, you really do get both sides, and you kind of agree with both. It's just a matter of what you want to do with your life, I guess. Um, Jesus and Maggie tell Carl not to talk to Lydia, and that she won't talk to them if she talks to Carl enough, and blah, blah, blah. And Maggie tells Tammy, the mom, or Claudette, I don't know which, the name is. It's very confusing. Uh, I could look it up, but I don't care. She tells her that Carl will be punished, that she doesn't know how yet, and maybe they should talk relocation, which Tammy and her husband freaked the fuck out. And this kind of gives it the go-ahead for Gregory to just go ahead and kill her. They, um, Tammy or Claudette, whatever her name is, calls her a cunt. And I was like, ah, that's fucking brutal from you. She looks so... Um, monstrous the way she said it the way she her face is just like she looks like her eyes are gonna pop pop out pop i'm not from new jersey looks like her eyes are gonna pop out like uh schwarzenegger and oh it's a fucking movie um the one on mars you know what i'm talking about come on guys um yeah it's fucking cool her face is gonna blow up anyway um carl they decide to let carl just take lydia with him because he she has she trusts carl so he has her trust. Maybe she won't try anything. And Carl's like, hey, if you fucking fuck anything up for my people, I will kill you. And she's like, well, what are you telling me that? He's like, because I will. Like, that's reasonable, I think. Um, so she's on. She's she's out of this prison cell now. And they're kind of walking around. And Gregory invites Maggie over to talk. And then he proceeds to poison her drink. And he does a really um, a shit show Terrible job. He does a terrible half-assed job on this because she just, like, falls over a little bit and then she's like, what'd you do to me? And he starts doing, like, a Bond villain thing where he's like, everything's working out the way it's supposed to. Ha, ha, ha. I got you. Ha, ha. And then Jesus is right behind him. Hears everything. Beats the shit out of Gregory. Gets him bound up, you know. Uh, they detain him and then they walk off with him. And it's very obvious that Maggie's been poisoned. There's no... Gregory's like a master of trying to talk out of some shit, you know? Like, oh, I didn't do it. Come on, you, you heard me wrong. He's like, I fucking heard everything you said, dude. You're not going to do that. 
Um, Carl gets deep up inside Lydia. He gets, I don't know how many inches. They don't describe the size of his penis because he's a minor. Um, child, not eight. He doesn't go into the earth to search for minerals or coal. I'm saying he he fucks Lydia after she's like, you haven't had sex? Want to do it? Let's do it. And then it was after she was like, hey, can I see your eye? The, the, the missing eye? And she goes, oh, nice. I think it's sexy. And she licks his goddamn eye socket. And at this point, I'm like, Lydia's really damaged. She's like one of those girls that has a, three stepdads in a row that just, you know, rape her. And then you find out Sure enough, the people in the whispers just go ahead and take sex whenever they want it. And she's 16 and, and living with her mom. So her mom's just like, yeah, this, you know, grown men just take sex from my daughter. What, what, whatever. That's fine. Uh, real weird. I don't. This is when you're like, oh, their society fucking sucks. It's, it's a shithole. Liddy doesn't want to go back after all this because, you know, she got a little bit of Rick or whoa, Rick, whoa, Rick's son's dick. God damn. I almost fucked that up. She doesn't want to go back. She she likes their society more because, obviously, who wouldn't? Uh, I think the other people in the Whispers, if they could have a day there, they would all go, yeah, yeah, fuck that. Fuck being a Whisperer. I want to go, I want to go do this. I, guess she, I can talk at a reasonable volume without having the, here they go, wave tracking them. Like, whispering the whole time. It really sucks. Um, later on, Oscar gets Jesus and Maggie to show them the Whisperer at the gate. He Oscar shows up and he's like, hey, Maggie, you need to come see this. And Jesus tags along. I read my note there without realizing what it said until after I said it. Um, but the whispers are there. And they're like, we want to do a trade. She introduces herself as Alpha. She's the head of the whispers. They, they really do live a very animalistic lifestyle. Their society's crafted after the idea that, like I said... You just are now. You live out in the wild. That's who we are now. That's who people are. I don't know how they're going to survive the winter in that fashion because they will soon realize it's the winter doesn't give a shit if you're cold. It will just keep being colder, and you have to get some sort of shelter. I don't know what they're doing. They just have a camp outside later on. You see it. Anyway, she, wants, she introduced herself to Maggie. She wants to trade for Dante and Cal. She wants her daughter back, who is Lydia. And Maggie's like, all right, well, we have to do this trade because, you know, Dante's the guy I'm going to fuck later. And Cal, who gives a shit about Cal? Cal was the one that got lost in... She's, he's the one that Marco left in a barn after he fucked up his ankle earlier, falling off a horse when the horse fell on him. Anyway, um, they do the trade... Carl freaks the fuck out like the irresponsible teenager he is. Um, he's just like, why the fuck did you let her leave? She didn't want to go. They rape her. Ah. And she, she, he runs off, basically. They, they, show, they show that he leaves. He, he flees and goes to get her. Sophia looks for him, but he's gone. Blah, blah, blah. Carl looks like... Oh, sorry. My, my notes. Um, I shouldn't read them. I should read them with my eyes, not my mouth. <laughs> When Carl goes outside, it's the last shot of the book, of the chapter, or the first half of the book, I should say. They, they show Carl, and he's about ready to track them down. He's following Lydia in the whispers, and they show him, and he looks like a Native American teenager. He looks like the character, the, the main character in Assassin's Creed Three. It's, it's odd because he's a white man, child. I don't, he's, he's not 
dark at all. I don't know why in this one shot he looks like a Native American. It's very odd. I don't understand it. But yeah, that's where this one ends. He goes and fucking follows him. And the whispers into screams is not an appropriate title. At least not in this chapter. It's really not. They don't do anything to... In fact, they kind of make a trade. And that's really it. I don't get... I like the title a lot. Don't get me wrong. It just doesn't fit for this chapter. It fits a lot for the next chapter. Unfortunately, the next chapter is called Life and Death, which I don't like that name for that. It wouldn't fit for this one. I don't. They should have called this one Whispers into Mumbles. That would work for me. And Murmurs. I don't know. I don't know. I Were the screams supposed to be the screams of that Tammy Claudette cunt? Colin Maggie a cunt? I don't, I don't know what the, what the screams are about. There's no screams in this. You know who dies in this one? Joshua. One of the guys they introduce. That's it. I don't, I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't remember who Joshua is at all anymore. He was... Oh, I know who it was. It was Lydia's friend. When she got captured, Joshua got killed. That was it. That was the only scream heard. Is her going, Joshua! That's it. I don't get the title. Anyway, I won't ramble on about that anymore. Go to... This is the end of the episode. Go to loiteringinwonderland.com. Check out the shows. Check out all 11 shows. Go uh, buy a book for five bucks. It's good for what ails you. As long as, you know, what ails you is fixed by books about poetry and gangsters and stuff. That's what I write. Um, also comedy books. 100 Things That'll Burn in Hell. Funny, funny book. I just wrote a list of 100 things and why they should burn in hell. And it might not even be things I really believe. It's just fun. I wrote it in like a character. I don't know. Eat a dick. Anyway, um, Facebook, Lady Wonderland, Instagram, and Twitter, LIW Podcast. We're on, in, we're on, oh, I almost said Instagram. We are on. Let's see here. What the fuck are we on? Let's look at the list here. And my list, I mean my memory. YouTube. That's right. iTunes and Stitcher. And that's pretty much it. There's probably more out there, so if, I don't know. That's Those are the three I cater to. If we're on something else, let me know. I don't really know. Um, if you have any questions, want me to touch on something in the future episode, send an email to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. So until next time, and in the meantime, I am your holiest of holies, Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>